Welcome back to Inspiring Hope, where we encourage you and one another as a community to have only positive expectations through true self-care. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Williams, and today we are going to get started. I have another fantastic guest with an awesome topic that I think is relevant to anybody anywhere all over this world. So please tune in, make sure that you rate, you download this episode, and share it with others. Uh, I have today with me Mr. Ronald Shaw. Ronald, you want to give a little shout out to everybody? Uh, hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Tracy, for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you are here. Uh, you have done some incredible things and had an incredible life, it seems like. So I want to just, you know, jump right into it. Ronald Shaw is fully dedicated to powering entrepreneurs and investors, uh, forwarding them to achieve their ambitious goals. He's been a coaching uh, elite traders for over a decade now, founders and leaders both. And prior to coaching, Ronald was head of equity derivatives trading at a large structuring desk born in London. He's lived and worked all over the world, including the US, the Japan, the Netherlands, and the UK. So I think that is exciting. He holds an MBA from London Business School and a BA in economics from Cambridge University. And today I'm really more excited to talk about his book and the services that he offers. And so we're just gonna jump right into it. And I wanna show you guys his book in, in a second here and then I'll jump back on. So if you see me pop away, don't be you know confused or anything. I'm still here just in the background playing along. So welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about this book, what the name of it is, and you know, kind of your why behind the book. Yeah, thank you, Tracy. So the so book is called The Trader's Path to Inner Wisdom, um, which which is really what it's about. It's, it's about the fact that we can have uh, a desire like trading to, to be successful in a material sense, in a, in a traditional sense, and have a spiritual path. And they can actually not only work together but actually can reinforce each other you, you can make progress materially and spiritually at the same time and it's really not that unusual it's not even that difficult to, to move in the right direction in fact it's, it's something that uh, i i'd encourage most people to do it's really really quite a wonderful path yeah i really like that how did you choose to get on that path of trading yes yeah, so, so my my life has been um always these kind of two things that kind of traditional success uh, either in, in school in the early days and then in my career as a trader or on the spiritual side have always been there but I always kept them very separate in early in my life they were very separate trading and the spiritual were kept as different things and actually the two communities were very different when I was in the in the bank trading they would be you know, if I talk about something spiritual, you'd be like, okay, whatever, you know, hippie, you know, this is this is real stuff. This is money. This is proper stuff here. If I'm in the spiritual community, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, what's all that materialistic ego stuff? You know, this is the real stuff here. This is what life is about. So so both uh, communities were a bit antagonistic to each other. Uh, um, so I kept quiet, basically, in each community. Um but over time, I, I, I thought, no, this is me. I, I'm not. I'm not one or the other. I'm, I, I, I hold both. And as I worked with people, as I helped coach traders to become better traders, I realized that at a certain point, they actually these two things do go hand in hand. As you become a more uh, a higher quality trader, uh, one who can really manage their emotions, you're actually on the spiritual path yourself. So I found that these two were 
moving together anyway with the people I was working with. They were often making these comments. So I thought, you know, I want to want to share these ideas and then have other people have access to them. So hence writing the books. Yeah, it's awesome to be able to find your tribe, you know. And like you said, I know a lot of us have experienced that. You know, you have one community that you're in for spiritual, like we can actually compartmentalize our lives. And I think that brings a lot of chaos within ourselves when we don't just, you know, accept all of us, integrate all parts of us. Uh, what do you, now, as a coach, talk to us just a little bit about that, you know, the psychology behind it all. Yeah, so so what what so my personal experience um, and this is the experience of most traders is that you start off and you you're learning um, what you need to learn. You, you, uh, I think we talked earlier. Uh, you, you do series six exams. You do whatever you need to do to to get the information in there. Um, and you think, oh, you know, when I have all this knowledge, I'm going to be a great trader. And what happens is, I mean, you do get better, of course, with this knowledge. But at a certain point, you realize that. With all the knowledge in the world, if you understand economics, you understand balance sheets, you understand trading patterns, all of this big stuff, psychology still matters. It really matters, in fact. And there comes a point where it doesn't matter how much extra you learn in terms of information, you need to get your mind in the right place to trade. Um, and, and yeah, so so uh, whoever, if, if anyone's ever traded, you realize that you can you go, oh, I'm going to do this and you have some plan and you go in there. And the market whips you around and you're like, well, what am I doing? And, and you, you start feeling like uh, you know, greedy or fearful or whatever comes up. Anyway, but that's normal. So that had happened to me. And then I then realized um, after, I have to say, uh, losing a fair amount of money in, in the financial crisis, uh, I realized, you know, it's not just about how you know, book smart you are. You, you need the psychology. So then I, I went down the route of working with a coach myself. And then I got to a certain pace where I thought, you know, this career as a trader is kind of within a bank is done. I want to move out and have my own thing, uh, become an entrepreneur. And that's when I started working with traders to, to make their uh, psychology move to the next level. So, so that's my path and the path of many of the people I work with. Awesome. Oh, man, thank you. You said so many gems in there. So one of the things I want to ask you is what do you, you know, as a coach for traders, what mm. do you find are the most common uh, blockages that we would have yeah so um it does it does sort of vary from group to group so i work with a lot of traders in banks and generally to be a trader in, in a bank you've got some usually some really good academic record and, and, and so so you're used to being a winner you're used to like being successful um trading doesn't matter how smart you are you're gonna lose some amount of time the best traders in the world they win maybe 70 percent of the time so that this is a big problem uh, that the traders often have when they come to me, where they can't handle the failure. This idea of failing um, uh, in an individual trade, it just, it just they, they can't handle it, and then and they do all sorts of uh, strange things. So, so that's that's a, a big thing. Fear of failure is, is a really big one, uh, not just amongst bank traders, but but, but in general. Um, and then amongst uh, the more regular kind of person who trades. Um, there are a few things that happen. Uh, fear of missing out is a really big one, I find. Um, you, you're, you're, you know, you might be there. You'd be sensible about your analysis. You're like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this. This is, this is good. And then some, somebody from outside on a, on a, you know, on a Discord server or a Telegram chat or something comes and says, oh, this is terrible. Or do this, and suddenly you're like, oh no, I'm gonna miss out. I've got, I've got to go over here. And you haven't done the work, but because you feel like you're gonna miss out, you jump in. Um, and, and work on that. So these, these uh, fear of failure and fear of missing out are 
uh, two big ones. There's, there's many more, but these two really uh, uh, stand out as, as uh, problems that traders often have. Yeah, I love that you said that. Now, I want to bring up one that you didn't mention and just see have you ever experienced this before? Mm. Uh, because this not only applies to trading, but other things that we do in our lives, right? So we can mm. be successful. So that's why it's important for us to, you know, talk about what, you know, these things mm. that block us just from being successful. Whatever your uh, definition of success is, you know, we all still have that, you know, it's, it's all about the psychology behind it or the spirit, mm. spirituality behind it, however you want to look at it. But uh, there's also that fear of success. Mm. Can you experience that with some. Oh, well, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so. Um, you, I, so you get people, uh, some some traders who actually get in that stock zone with a fear, fear of failure and fear of success. They're, they're poor, poor guys, <laughs> really, really like they're like, what do I do? But fear, fear of success, absolutely, because uh, people have, um, as uh, as you know, Tracy, uh, sometimes negative associations with money. You know, if I if I become successful, it means I must be a bad person, uh, or it must mean that I've, I've I've done I've done something negative to someone else or um, I'm lucky, I don't deserve it. And all, all this kind of stuff, you know, the, 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 these kind of things uh, often get pulled up. Um, so fear of success, uh, especially amongst um, the, the sort of regular traders, you know, people people who are kind of, you know, they get the Robin Hood app or whatever it is and uh, use use these kind of things. Often that is, that is the case. And the way it manifests often is when they have a winning trade, they go, they might think, okay, you know, this is a certain level that I'm going to exit. And then when they get towards it, they might go, they might exit early because they think, oh, you know, I'm not going to make it. I don't deserve it. Or they might go, oh, you know, this is, this is the one winning trade. I don't deserve it. Um, so let me just go for it really hard and hope it goes really well. And they leave it too long and then it turns into a loss. There are all these very strange behaviors that we do, I've done um, because you have some, some fear in the background, fear of success. For a failure, for a missing out, um, many other things that make us behave in a way that is completely irrational. And when you're in the trade, um, it's a completely different world from when you're before it. When you're before the trade and you have a nice plan, just like entrepreneurship, you have this nice plan, it's going to go like this. And then when you're in it, then, you know, something happens over here, something happens over here, you're juggling, you know, so your, your partner calls at home, something happens. And in the moment, all sorts of things get triggered. So in, indeed, these, these are definitely not just about trading. This is in life in general, especially in entrepreneurship. Um, and these are often really buried. Some of this stuff, like you have to go through a bit of a process before the, you actually see that this is what's driving it. Um, so, so fear of success, like they, uh, usually a trader goes, I don't have a fear of success. You know, I know I'm going to be good. I'm going to be, you know, they're very strong. And then you dig and you dig and you dig and then it comes up and they, they're like shocked. They're like, wow, I have this fear of success. Well, what's that doing there? <laughs> oh, man. I'm just laughing because I've experienced all of that. And uh, actually, what's funny is the other day I, I watched a girl on TV and she was going to win something that was uh, like $250,000 a year, you know, to do something that she really loved. And she was oh. like so close. I mean, down to the next three people. Mm. And she just kind of, it freaked her out. And she just, she literally ran out of the place in the, yeah, you know, yeah. in the midst of taping it and everything. It was just like, mm. no, I'm like, that's straight fear of success. Cause she, yeah. was, she was on the path. She was on her way and she could do it. And I know many times that 
You know, some of us have felt that same way. You know, we're on our path. We're doing all the right things. You know, we're winning all the contests and, you know, mm -hmm. people are pushing us on and saying, hey, we could do it. And they can see us being the next this, that or the other. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you just like what you, you start thinking It's our ego gets into play. Right. So we like, mm -hmm. what if I this? What if I that? So talk to us a little bit about the ego and how that plays a, a role in, in, in all this, especially with traders. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 a very very good example. Um, indeed, the ego. Um, I, I'm just I want to sort of clarify what I mean by ego. And I'm, I'm sure it's aligned with you, Tracy. But but sometimes ego think it's all about you know the, the guy who's walking around with a puff chest. But but ego has many forms. E ego is basically anything that's kind of driven by fear, by a sense of needing safety first, um, and just being so closed and focused on that that we don't open ourselves to other other opportunities we have limiting beliefs uh, that, that form the structure of ego um so that's really um when i when i work with with my clients that really is the place where we, we go so we, we have a, a lot of uh goal setting um and, and we go into the energy of it you know use the law of attraction process to to, to really make sure we're heading in the right direction and that's then when the resistance starts coming up, that's when we start to dive in and go, okay, so what, what's actually going on here? What, what's, what's the ego that's coming up here? And what's, uh, what's really interesting is um, the same kind of thing, such as fear of missing out, might have actually different, different ego form behind it. So fear of missing out, see everyone, everyone uh, knows FOMO is, is, is pretty well known now. Um, but what, when we dig behind it, it could be fear of missing out because, you know, if I miss out, I might get rejected from the group. So it's a, it's a, it's a fear of, of rejection, like not being accepted. But it might be, you know, if I miss out, then I'm a bad person because I, I had the opportunity and I didn't go for it. Or if I miss out, it's because I'm incapable and, I, and, I, and really I should have been more capable and got part of it. So even though you've got this one term, fear of missing out, what's beneath it can be very different types of fears. Uh, and that drives a different type of ego. Uh, uh, and that is what you kind of work on that when you go to there. So, um, uh, okay. So, so one client of mine, um, Joe, it's not her real name, but Joe, uh, she was, uh, she's a really good trader. She had really good ability to spot a certain type of pattern. She knew how to do it well and she would trade it well. But if she got towards the end of the month and she hadn't hit her profit targets, she would start to do really weird things. She would start to see patterns when they're not there. You know, like all sorts of strange stuff was happening. And she would trade based on these patterns that she weren't actually there, lose money. And then afterwards, when she looked back on her trades, she was like, why, why did I do that? That just wasn't there. I mean, we went into that. We went into a process to see that. And it turned out that she had a, a fear of failure. And if she thought I don't hit that target, I'm going to be a failure. And that's the end of the world. Um, the target was arbitrary, but, but still in her head, it meant failure. And then we went even deeper and, and it, it went back to some, some, some childhood stuff with her mum. We, we did some processes on those. But once she healed past that, once she got clear past that, her trading, of course, improved. She didn't act in a strange way. Her eyes could see what actually was on the chart, not some, some, uh, uh, something she created. But of course, once she cleared up this fear of failure, it wasn't just about the trading. Then her relationship with her husband improved. Her calmness in her business improved. And so... You know, this is a very like a uh, um, clear example of where we start with trading, but actually her inner growth, her spiritual growth, uh, was was benefited by the same. And you keep on doing this kind of thing, 
Um, and eventually you start to get calmer, not just in your trading, but, but across your life. But, and that's the, the sort of the, the path to inner wisdom. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad you, you mentioned all of that. So this it doesn't that's why it's not all about the skill or the talent that you have, but you gotta look at every area of your life, uh, especially the psycho psychological part of it and the spiritual part of it, because they all you know play a role together. So mm -hmm. hey, thank you for bringing that up. That but that brought up so many questions for me. I mean, so many topics for me. I, I love the fact that when you clear that up, then she could see clearer. You know, she became more present in the moment, and I think mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with. With, with everything, you know, we become more conscious about what's really going on because a lot mm. of times things are going on in our subconscious and they're running the show and we're not even mm. aware mm. of it, but we think we are aware of it. <laughs> yeah. But that's why it's important to make sure that, you know, you get with the coach when you notice that, uh, you know, sometimes you're fearful or you, you've had some successes or you've had some ups and downs and then you want to feel like, okay, I can't take it no more. You know, whenever we base anything on our emotions, it's just not healthy for us because our emotions will go up and down, you know? And so we don't want them to, to ride us like a roller coaster. And I don't want to be on a roller coaster ride. So talk to me a little bit about, um, let's see, some of the techniques that you use just to, just a, a brief things on a few techniques you use to remove those blockages. Oh, to remove, okay. So, so the first thing um, is sometimes just shining a light on what's actually underneath all of this. That that is often enough. Once once the person so so for example with, with Joe here, once she saw that it was based on something her mother has said when she was uh, seven years old, um, that already just made her think. Well, hang on, this this is not relevant. Like like you know that that okay, it's a painful moment back then, but this is not relevant to to my success or failure now. Um, yeah. and then. Now, you know, Joe's jo jo 31, so um, she's like closer to her mother's age back back then. So she understands that her mom was not this all-knowing all deity. Her, her mom was a human being just like anyone else. And, and so, so just that, without even doing any healing process, just the awareness that right. came from that, that, that already started to release it. And, and where that's possible, I often to, to let uh, people do that. Just be present with the information that they've got. Like you say, be mindful with the present the information. And that, that releases it. Um, that said, I am trained in, <laughs> as, you know, as, as coaches, we, we, we love learning techniques. So, so I'm, trained, I'm, a, I'm a trainer in NLP. I, I, uh, I do timeline therapy. I'm a hypnotherapist. Uh, uh, all, all, these, all this lovely stuff and, and, and various other kind of uh, niche techniques that we use to, to, to bring energy, to bring resource, to bring positivity to, to these negative scenarios. So if, if they are a little bit stuck, we can we can bring so you know so, some something positive to to that scenario and let it actually release so then it it, it doesn't have to be stuck in there yeah yeah and NLP is very effective I I really love that technique uh, right mm. there it's something I kind of had to learn it on my own you know I was mm. uh, when I was doing you know counseling and therapy with with mm. uh, students and their parents uh, it's like, mm. I said I got to do something this is regular stuff is just not working anymore you know mm. so it's, it's good to be have able to have different modalities that we can use. Now, just kind of back to your book, I know you mentioned, uh, you know, five steps uh, about traders. And so you want to share us just a little bit about that real quick? Yeah, so, so essentially the, the five steps, um, which is kind of my, my, my go-to uh, process, which, which uh, uh, yeah, pretty much anyone, anyone can, can use. Um, it starts off with, with the problem, and then we go through a process of just bringing more and more awareness of how we're interacting with the problem. Um, so your thoughts, your feelings, and, and so on. 
And when you have all of this information out there, the final step in the five steps is to, to just look at all of that information, be present with it, and see what is the underlying assumption that's there. And it often just pops up. It's, it's something that you, it's hard to, to forecast, uh, but in that moment, something will, some insight will come, a flash of inspiration will come, that, ah, oh, this is the true underlying cause here. And that moment is, is um, in itself, is, is a, it's a, it's a beautiful moment for a lot of people. That, that, that awareness, that insight, it often brings tears to people's eyes. Yeah, it's very enlightening, you know, to, yeah. right, yeah. That, that, yeah. Absolutely. So, so that, I mean, that's, that's the process. And it's something that the first time uh, I'd recommend, if, if someone's reading the book, that they do it with someone else, with a, with a close friend, with another trader, uh, with a coach, whoever, but to, to really, uh, to do that with someone for the first time so that they can be, in the experience while somebody else holds space for them but 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 it's something that you can do for yourself uh, afterwards it, it's really relatively simple but a really structured process that, that kind of came out of uh, kind of years of, of working with people right well thank you so much for sharing that with us um i do want to ask you you know how can a person tell what type of trader they are i think that's important to know that and to be able to have those systems in place. So just give me five minutes on that real quick here. And then share with us how people can get in touch with you. Mm. Sure. So, so when, I, when I first worked with traders, um, uh, so we, worked, we talked a little bit about the more therapeutic side, the, the, the sort of fixing the psychology. But actually, one of the biggest things is, um, I mentioned earlier, that this law of attraction is this really becoming, being clear on what kind of person you want to be. So the question I, I always ask trader is, what, when you are a successful trader, what would that do for you? So it's a very simple question, but it really pulls out. And people haven't thought about this. They're like, oh, I want to make money, I want to make money. Okay, great. And what would that do for you? So when they really articulate, well, that, is it going to give you freedom? Is it going to give you independence? Is it going to give you strength? Is it going to give you status? Is it going to give you power? Is it going to give you a sense of well-being? What, what, what is it really precisely going to give to you? And then based on that and a kind of a law of attraction processes or vision boarding and all this kind of stuff, once you get really into that energy, from there, then if you ask, okay, so what kind of training will suit me? It becomes much clearer. So rather than then going, okay, I'm gonna follow this guy because he seems like he's successful or this lady because she seems like she's got a good strategy. Rather than doing that, you go, okay, you know what? This is the kind of person I am. I'm the kind of person who wants to, I know, uh, uh, be really smart about how I do the market. So then maybe you want to go and then look at um, uh, lots of news, look at information-based stuff and come up with a, your own theory. Maybe you're somebody who's much more about the, the kind of art of it, the, the joy of it, uh, and you want to maybe look at trading patterns. But, but once you've found what kind of, um, what kind of trader you are, but what, what kind of um, joy that you're gonna get from trading, when you're really clear about that, then the style of trading actually falls out very quickly. So that's that's the tip I'd give to, to any listeners. Um, and in terms of contacting me, um, so uh, my general webpage, ronaldshah.com, is probably the easiest. It has links to my coaching, to my speaking, to my book, and and and, and all this good stuff. So ronaldshah.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. And I just um, want to throw this in here, like in your book, I love the part where you say each time you look at a chart or a piece of trading information, it could be an act of creation. And I think mm. creation is like so important. So then you go further and say, creating a new understanding relevant to that moment and not a rehash story 
of something, you know, well, your book goes on and on. So I, I just love that part where it's like, it's it's important to uh, be able to be more present in the moment and learn some techniques that we can use when we do notice that, hey, I'm not acting on something that's happening right here and right now, but I want to be present in the moment so I can create something new, a new experience, you know, some more success, whatever it is our goal is that's tied to our, our core beliefs. Because I think that's important too. But I like that you're creating a, a new relevant, something relevant to right there and not rehashing the moment. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Keep creating new moments and stay in, in the present so that you can start rehashing those old stories and know that you can live a new story. Ronald Shaw, thank you again. And don't forget, you guys, make sure that you download his book. I know it's on Kindle and it, it's exciting. And so just, it's a, and it's a short read. It's an easy read. Uh, it's not anything too difficult. If you want to start get to get trading, come on, get in contact with him. If you're already trading and being successful, you definitely still need to contact the coach, I believe, because there are many levels of success. And one thing we talked about is fear of success and also fear of failure. So whatever it is that may be keeping you from procrastinating or whatever it is, get in touch with him. That'll be a great opportunity. Peace out, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me the community where we always inspire one another to have hope, have only positive expectations through true self-care. Okay.